0: Love Life, featuring your hosts Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. Welcome to Love Life. I'm Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. We're bringing to you today an episode that we like to call the Daily Check In. And the idea behind this is a lot of us do have what you might want to call higher spiritual beliefs or, you know, ways that we like to feel tapped into the universe, the world around us, ways that we like to live our lives wholly, ethically, morally, beautifully, with integrity. And yet sometimes days, weeks, and months go by where we don't actually do any practice around this. Right, Jane? Oh, absolutely. I've
1: been so guilty of this in the past. And yet when I pull myself up and I get back to
0: a daily check-in, I find it incredible how quickly I become happier. And the check-in, Peaceful. absolutely. The check-in we're talking that we we know that no one out there is going to do half an hour of cross-legged, you know, meditation three times a week ashram style because we're westerners. We're running around. We know that you know life is busy. We've all probably got kids, or we've got you know long long hours at work. We're running around. We're sitting in traffic jams. We're coming home. We're heating up food. And it's so easy for a handful of days to quickly slip through our fingers where we haven't done anything that's even just a moment of just breathing and connecting, looking at the stars or just having that moment. That's what we're talking about today is just three minutes or three breaths once a day.
1: Jane. Well, where do we start there? I think what we do is let's just share all of our favourite tips for what we use Mm. that works for us. Yes. So this for me has become important right now because – I found a new app and you know how I like my little apps on my iPhone, which is unfortunately kind of joined at my hip. However, I found this new app called gratitude. Now it's only 99 cents. Very, very simple. And we've talked about gratitude loads in our different podcasts. But what I love about this is the thought of, you know, uh, remembering half the time it's the remembering to do it every day, to actually get into the routine of thinking, okay, I'm going to lie in bed at night and I'm going to write my gratitude list. And I get busy and I'm tired and I just get into bed and I fall asleep and I forget. But this little app, I've programmed it so it gives me a little reminder that pops up. I've set it on my phone for between 7.30 and 9.30 at night and it comes up randomly between those two hours. And as it pops up, it's my reminder to just hit that app I'm usually relaxing at that time of night. And so I start typing in what I'm grateful for for that day or for that moment. Now, I've been a fan of this forever. I've done it many times, but I've never done it so consistently. So what does it say when it pops up, Jane? Mm-hmm. It says, what are you grateful for today? And you just type in a And you just start typing. Isn't that gorgeous? So I'll type in. I do all these lists. So usually I find there's about 10 or 12 things that are, and funnily, they're very unique To that day. And so you think that you've got your standard things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the nice people in my life. I'm grateful for the love that I have, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you get into the real little things like I'm really grateful. Now I've got to try
0: and think of something. I'll tell you. It's things like I'm really grateful that when I was outside this morning, a ladybird landed on my finger. Yes. I'm really grateful that when I was having my cup of tea this morning, the sun came to the window and just warmed my hands. Yes. You know, I'm grateful that my first flowers bloomed on my hedge outside. And then I'll go into things like, because you're such the, the nature goddess. And I then would
1: go into... I'm grateful for the phone conversation that I have with, and I'll put the name where she or he had that challenge and pressed this button in me and it went really well. Yes. So I'm reminding myself of the challenges that I've had and that I overcame it and it felt so good. Yes. So I'll do that. I'm grateful that I had the conversation with one of my children that was going to be challenging and it went really well. I'm grateful they understood. I'm grateful for the gratitude that's been shown to me in different ways. And so it's a really,
0: each day it's so unique if you there's don't, no double up happening if you yet. don't have the app it's a pen and paper job and you keep a beautiful little journal next to your bed with a pen in it and every night before you go to sleep you write down five things or three things that you know happen today that you're genuinely grateful for yes and, and it set the
1: alarm this is what's made the difference to me right it's the alarm yeah it's the fact that this pops up and says, what are you grateful for? And I stop and think, well, you know, this exercise is going to take me 30 seconds or it might take me 10 minutes if I've got lots I want to get out of my head. That's it. And so I stop and everyone can stop in a moment just to do that. So I stop whatever I'm doing and I do my little list. Now, the beautiful thing is it's kept as a calendar. So I can actually click back on the other days and see what I was grateful for on the other days. So that leads me to another tool that we've talked about a bit called rampage of appreciation. So to check in on your life to do a daily check in on what is this appreciation in general about in my life? It's a reminder of all of the good things, so I can then flick back through all of my other gratitude and go, "Wow, look at this beautiful picture of this amazing life I've got!" Yeah, and that's that rampage of appreciation, a little bit different to gratitude.
0: Yeah, I love it. You know, it's a we, different energy. We go through life on automation, like it just you know automatic robots. We just go, 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 go. And when you actually have to stop and do an exercise like this, you really actually for a moment have to look at your life through a slightly different lens. Yes. Like it's like, you know, and like we said, it might be the smallest things that you, it, they could, would have happened at 10 o'clock in the morning and you might never have thought about it again. But if that 10 o'clock that night, you're forced to sit down and go, Oh yeah, you know I was actually really proud of myself when I managed to fill out that tax form this morning. You know, yes. good on me. Yes,
1: all little things like that. I was that. so patient when I was on hold for forty-five minutes to the That's tax right. office.
0: <laughs> I'm so grateful. My girlfriend dropped by and bought me a bag of cookies yes. or something. You know, just all the little things that otherwise you just forget about. And it's very easy to go through life thinking, "Oh, I'm having such a flat year. Oh, how come that nothing ever good ever happens to me? How come that?" And but actually, like Jane's saying, if you have evidence, get Jane's all about gathering evidence. Yeah, I if am. you go back and look at everything you've been writing for days and weeks and months, you suddenly get this very rich picture of just how lucky and amazing the market is that's right mm. and so the appreciation and gratitude is great what's one of your favorites okay so um for those of you who've come across our radio show which is called the Soul, you can go to the soul sisters.com.au to learn more about it um we speak every sunday on radio of the same topics that we speak about on love life and i've got a segment on the radio show called rebecca's ritual i love your rituals thanks jane and the rituals are basically all daily check-ins they're things that i encourage for some people it might be something they only do once a week or they do once every three days if you know if they need to ease into it but every week i set the challenge to the listeners of a ritual and so one of the ones that was the first one that we ever did was it's so simple it was candles on the dinner table so every evening just to make your meal that little bit special and i don't care if you're eating alone i don't care if you know some people are in the house and some people aren't Try and gather everyone into one place and just, if you do nothing else, I don't care about serviettes. I'm not talking placemats, nothing. Put one candle in the middle of the table, and if you've got children, let them light it and let them blow it out. Yeah, let them fight over who's blowing it out. Yeah, so. that's right. Like Jane and I have to light it, then blow it out, then light it again, so the other one can blow it. I know. It out. And mine are fourteen and nearly twelve, and they'll still say, "You blew them out." And I'll light them again. And
1: Jane, tell what's happened with your ritual. Well, this is funny, isn't it? Because I I took you up on that. I I actually do do every week whatever Beck's ritual is. And so the first time I've got these three gorgeous, they're almost like coconut shells that I bought back from Bali that that sit on our table with little tea lights in. So I lit them the first night and turned the lights off and instantly it created a beautiful intimacy about connection. So the conversations just became that little bit deeper, a little bit more People wanting
0: people to connect. Slow down a bit more. Yes. Eat your food a bit slower. Yes. Now,
1: I've always been one for turning the TV off. I don't allow that. Um, so we always have sat at the dining table. For people that haven't got into that habit, strongly encourage you because it's a great daily check-in with those that you live with and love.
0: And those who've got children, statistics show that if you do sit around a table for meals, your children will have much, much, much lower, lower rates of teen delinquency.
1: Yeah, those, those stats, I've read that. Yeah. Uh, there was a report that came out recently. Communication. On that, wasn't it? is totally yeah, different and the great. trust. So what happened? I lit the candles for the first few nights and I was actually just sharing with Beck earlier that uh, Saturday night we had um, sat down for dinner. I was just setting the table and getting things ready. My youngest just automatically lit the candles and turned the lights off. And last night, bless him, my husband actually did it. Now, that was biggie. I went, Wow. So, within a week, that had become routine in our house it was yeah. It was something that they wanted and they enjoyed beautiful a beautiful. nice daily check-in with the family
0: so another little thing that I like to do for a ritual is um every few days or every week um go out into the street or the excuse me, the garden or the window box or wherever nature comes to you. And pluck off one thing that's in bloom. Just find one flower or it could be a berry or, you know, some sort of native Australian, um, you know, seed pod or wattle or something like that and just break it off and bring it inside. Now, you're thinking, oh, Rebecca, I don't have time to go out in the garden dancing around like a pixie looking for pieces of, you know, flower or whatever. But, you know what, that is the point is that we never do stuff like this ever. And what did we do when we were kids? We made fairy villages out of petals and we played in the garden and we pushed around mud and made hills and mountains and did all sorts of stuff. It only takes 45 seconds to go outside and break something off a tree or a bush or a plant. Say thank you to the plant fairy for taking it. (laughs) Yes. Bring it inside. A sprig. I'm talking just one sprig, not a massive bouquet, a sprig. And you bring it in and you put it in a little glass of water Next to your bed or in the bathroom or on the kitchen windowsill or somewhere that you're going to look at it every single day. And in that, just that moment that you go outside, just take a moment.
1: Even you know. better, do it with your shoes off. Shoes off. Get your bare feet into the grass. Yeah. And, whether- and
0: what is this? Because there's, there's,
1: oh, now I can't remember the name of it. Okay. So the ions that are released from Mother Earth that come into our body through our skin. Mm apparently is part of our balancing of our emotions, our well-being, our health, our happiness. Groundedness, literally. And there's been studies done. I read a fabulous book. I can't think of it. If I can find the author of this book, DVDs, products that you can buy, I will pop it on our Facebook page. Um, But it's been a while since I read it. It was put in touch with me by this amazing guru mentor that told me to study this. They actually are saying that because we don't sleep on the ground anymore – which we haven't done for a very long time. Mm, yeah. That we are not as grounded as healthy as we should be. Mm. So they're saying that you really got to take your shoes off and do the barefoot in the grass, which yeah. is a bit like that pretty woman final scene when it Mr. Is. Corporate takes his shoes and socks off. And that's such an important thing. And scene. so, that, but they've even got things now. There's these rods that you attach to your bed that actually earth out to the lawn oh. to bring in these, these feel good energy yeah, oh, I don't even know what they are,
0: molecules of some sort, some sort of energy that's yeah. coming through. And it's like when you go down to so the seaside and the ions and all that salt just kill ions, you. that's the word just, I'm looking for. Thank you. Just from the air. Yeah. And you know what? You might look out the window and be like, oh, I'm not going out today. It's hailing or it's raining or it's grey and misty and foggy or whatever. That's the point. You know what? You, we should go out in all weathers. We should be okay, rain, hail, or shine, to go out in the garden. This is where nature's at today. This is where we are in the cycle of the season. My go reason. out, get wet on your face, get your hands dewy, and pick something bring it in and every time you look at that little flower for the next week you know you'll just have that moment of peace that you expect.
1: i am blessed because beck has the most amazing english garden that is stunning how many different varieties of flowers oh, Hundreds. hundreds, hundreds yeah. like she makes these gorgeous by the way beautiful essences from them which are incredible and so she brings me every week a gorgeous flower what is this that we've got here we've got a magnolia today a magnolia sticks in the air
0: conditioner of the car
1: well <laughs> I know which. Well, you know, these beautiful flowers that Beck gives me. They actually are not going to last beyond a few hours, but I actually leave it there for the week, and it's. I know it shrivels up and dies, but that's my ritual of connection. I look at that, I think of Beck, and I feel good.
0: I'd say that's bad shui, but if Jane loves it. If no, she it's loves not it, a it, big, it's <laughs> if it's,
1: it's about symbolism. I'm a big fan of symbolism. Jane, talk about um, the importance of visualization. Okay, so powerful, and this also, if it can be done on a daily basis, is going to be more powerful for you. Um, hey, anyone want to develop a new app, I'll buy it. I'd like the visualization app to remind me mm. to sit there and visualize for the next – actually, you only need to do it for 17 seconds.
0: Yeah. Scientifically Again, proven. we're not talking long periods of time no, for any of this stuff. are
1: busy, girls. Daily, we haven't got time for long-winded checking.
0: stuff. One minute, max.
1: Two minutes, go. Life's a living. Too much to do. Okay, so my thing with visualization that I love is that if you've got a situation coming up that maybe you're feeling a little apprehensive about, you're unsure about – you know, it could go millions of different ways. Your mind chatter is going nonstop playing the what-if game, which really is a waste of time because you're never going to rehearse every scenario and while you're giving focus to negative scenarios, you're actually bringing them into the vortex and manifesting. So the discipline here is to start to manifest what you ideally want to have as the outcome. So you visualize it. You visualize are you going for a job interview. Visualize it. So you can't see the faces. You don't know how many people, but you visualize how you're feeling, how confident you are, the beautiful energy, the words that you're sharing about yourself that you want to sell yourself to this ideal job. What questions do you want to know from them? How are you going to deliver that in a beautiful way? Or are you going into a situation where you've got to deliver, have have a negotiation with someone that you're not feeling comfortable about? Spend the time focusing on the end result. What is that end result that you want? See it. See it in every way that you can feel it through all of the senses and that's all six senses start to really rehearse in a beautiful loving way everything about this going positively and beautifully and then sit back and watch the magic happen but if you do that as a daily check-in of your life what is it you want check in 17 seconds stop
0: visualize it happening whatever it is and you know what might even be easier because you don't always need to go into the detail although the detail can be good if it's something really tricky like if it's a legal thing or a money thing or a negotiation or something like that um you know if if there's uh, somebody that you have to see that you're dreading seeing or if there's a situation playing out with your child in the schoolyard that's causing you a lot of grief just think of an image that's like a metaphor So maybe it's like a beautiful big soft air balloon coming down to land, you know, so that idea of smooth transition. So every time you think of your child being bullied, you just think that's going to be a smooth transition back out or something like that. Or, you know, you think of... Maybe it's like a large flower opening. So just imagine every time I think about what's going to happen with that legal case, I just imagine a huge flower opening up to the sun. That's how it's going to go. It's just going to open up to the light. It's going to be fine. Like, you making me feel very peaceful oh, with this. This is lovely. Jane. I like this. So, you know, I think sometimes those sorts of images can help too. Um, Jane, do you want to talk about um, affirmations or gratitude just quickly because we'd be remiss not to because you're the affirmation queen.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, huge fan of them. No, No secrets there. And I love writing them. So if anyone wants me to write them an affirmation for them, just shoot me an email, jump on Facebook and I'll do it. Affirmations are best used to remind yourself of something that you're struggling to believe about yourself, that you do inherently know this is the truth. So it's a short statement that you repeat to yourself over and over again. But again, busy time. So what we do here is you text it to yourself. You write it on a little sticky notepad and put it on your bathroom mirror. Put it where things, places are private. You don't want other people buying in and having an opinion about your your affirmation. It's got to be very private to you. And then say it to yourself as many times as you can a day. So ideally, if you can do it when you get up and you're clean, washing your face and cleaning your teeth, and there it is on the mirror, just stop and say it three times over and over, uh, three times in a row. Ideally, say it out loud. It's got more Uh, strength to it but if you're not private and you've got people that could hear you and you feel a bit intimidated by that just say it in your head is absolutely fine even more powerful say it very firmly with kindness and true belief and love and grit and say it looking at your own eyes in the mirror deep into your soul say it proclamation proclamation that's it that's taking an affirmation to a proclamation um i will sometimes put them on my um on my car dashboard um and you can also set yourself an alarm here we go with my little iphone but it's because we're so busy that we lose these daily check-ins and i know that these work i know it yeah so if i set little alarms with little messages that says affirmation up it pops there i go say it to myself again for whatever it is i'm visualizing so i'm seriously saying you know 10 seconds yeah, that's it absolutely so we've got you know 17 seconds of visualizing we've got maybe one minute for writing gratitude yeah. we've got two seconds for lighting candles we've got a few seconds for going outside and getting a sprig from the garden and now we're saying just a few seconds to give some affirmations that's right so there's just no excuses for not doing this stuff the incentive is you feel good so you want more of it yeah that's the incentive to keep going and that's why i do my reminders because i forget i get focused on other stuff and i forget We, we tend to only fall back onto these tools when we're in trauma or when we're in pain or when we're in anxiety, when we're not feeling good is when we think, oh, I must get back to that. But sometimes that's hard. That's really hard when you're in the mucky water
0: to be actually doing these gentle, softer things. There's a bit of self-discipline that needs to come in with retraining yourself, yeah, to either remember to to do them or to to make them prioritise them, make them important. Yes. Do you remember a few years ago, like there was a big campaign where doctors would say to women, every time you reach a red light in the car, do your pelvic floors. Like let Let that yes. be the reminder. <laughs> do you remember that, Jane? Well, like seriously, we're saying the same thing. I say to people, every time you hit the red light, take three deep breaths.
1: Let's, <gasps> Let's talk about breath. It's so important, isn't it? This is breath it?
0: work now. So every time you get stuck in the line at the bank, don't sit there stressing about the eight million things you're supposed to do and why is it taking so long. Just be thankful you've got a moment. Put your hand on your heart just breathe for a minute or just take three deep breaths. And when I say deep, I'm not talking from the neck up, from the stomach, from the gut. You've got to breathe into your diaphragm, breathe into your body, breathe down into your toes, into your little finger. Breathe into your bottom. Breathe into all of the orifices and nooks and crannies and corners of your whole body. Um, The breathing thing can happen, you know, you wake up in the morning, you sit on the edge of the bed before you even start the day. Look out the window, give thanks for the beautiful morning, Three deep breaths.
1: Do you do to hold the breath at the top of it when it's really when your lungs are full? Or I don't personally, but you can. That's a really cool technique for um, releasing anxiety.
0: Okay. It's a very, very cool yeah, one. Yeah, uh, Or fear or anger. Do you want to get into all the breath work, I mean, you know, the, the yogic um, um, word has escaped me, the breathing that they do. But you can do alternate nostril breathing. You can do cyclic cyclical breathing. There's all sort of amazing little techniques you can do. And, again, it doesn't need to take long, just a couple of minutes of it. Yeah. Um, You know, in the shower, just take a minute to just breathe. Just close your eyes and just breathe. Sometimes
1: it's just being aware of, feeling your breath coming in and out. We take it so much for granted that we breathe. We do. And yet it really is. And again, how long is this going to take
0: us? Mm, five seconds. Yeah, well, three breaths is what it's going to take you and how long is a breath? You know, and so... Well, if uh, so you want deep breaths, okay, we might we might round this out yeah, to a minute. A nice, a nice minute of just some proper breathing. And when, when we're doing the breathing, scan through your body, where are you holding tension? Oh my God, I didn't even realize all of my shoulders. Oh look, my jaw's tight. My tongue's not soft in my mouth. You know, my eyes aren't soft in their sockets. The, the cranials that, you know, the plates of my head, the skin on top, my head feels tense just relax breathe breathe into it breathe into it. i
1: love this breathe into different parts of your body as well i'll often say you know with my children if they've got something that they've hurt and that's sore i'll say breathe into that part of your body mm. now that might sound weird to somebody that's not done this before but you actually you kind of just i describe it that you visualize your breath going straight in
0: to that part softening and it's incredible how that
1: actually reduces pain.
0: Oh, if you've ever actually had a throbbing pain, like say a toothache or a really pinpointed place of pain... If you actually, with your mind, go right inside the pain, it kind of jumps sideways or it jumps around. It's very weird. It moves, It doesn't kind of it? moves. It's not, it's not permanently there. And if you go right inside it, it kind of disappears for a minute. It's very, very interesting. Magic again. Pain. Now, Mag- Jane, yes. detoxing. <sighs> okay. And so not the way that you think. We're not talking green juices, although those are good too. Oh, I love that. That's how I start my day. I know. So that's I your daily ritual. That, that's
1: my thing. That's that your is checking I'm gig on that. Um, yeah. It just, I, You know, to start, when I started on that, it was a chore, you know, making sure there was always all of the vegetables that I wanted to juice. I do juice a lot. I've got a pretty good gut that can handle a lot. Um, And, uh, but as I persisted with it, like with all good rituals, you start to realize the benefits. And so now it's, I get very upset when my children are. Sleeping in on a Sunday morning and I can't get the juicer because it's very, very loud. Yeah. Um, going when I want to do it at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. Um, okay. So cleansing, detoxing. Okay. So these came about for me. I actually only have only just done this in the last week. And
0: it's spring. So spring cleaning is. Yes. <laughs> it's so we, were right sitting,
1: on. we were sitting with Beck last week recording our, uh, our episode for Love Life and a text message came in and Beck replied and then I watched her delete it. And I thought, I don't think I've ever watched anyone actually delete a text message before. And I looked at her screen, she had nothing. She had no messages. Mine, you scroll through for half an hour and you're still going with all the old messages loaded. (laughs) All of the old conversations are there. I'm not kidding that there would probably have been a thousand text messages in there. The idea of that that. stresses me But I didn't think of it. I'd never seen anyone do it. I'd never thought of it. It was just in my mind, the text message came in, I replied and I dealt with it. But I didn't stop to think. Oh well, delete it and get that little energy vampire out of my phone, out of my life. And then, so that was on the, the inbox with the not the inbox. That was the text messages. Yeah. Then I had a look at my your email email on my phone, which is actually one that only my office have. Okay, so that's for them to be able to email me urgent things, right? Yeah, yeah. That still had hundreds in. This is a, This phone's about to be replaced, so this is nearly two years worth. Okay. I'm never deleting anything. Okay. There were hundreds in there. Then I went, ho- so I d- I spent two days deleting all of this stuff. Then I put on my laptop at home and went to my private email, which had over a thousand emails there, and I just got that's, tough. That's mud, Jane. That's it is heavy mud energy. And then I had all of these things that I'd subscribed to. So then I spent the next week, and I'll probably spend the next few weeks continuing to unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, very powerful move. And I feel so free. Yeah, but there was something unusual happened though. I realized that there was, cause we are busy, busy, busy and that is not healthy. It can be healthy, but not all the time. I had a moment after about three days where I had got rid of everything. There was actually nothing to do. Oh, you're hilarious. And I stopped and went, I've got plenty to do. I've got, I'm always creating. I've always, I won't live long enough to achieve everything I want to achieve. However, there was this funny kind of weird feeling of, Emptiness? Yes! <laughs> it was kind of bizarre, there was nothing, would you know what you do then? Take some deep breaths and, and enjoy it. Was it was fantastic. Well, I did. I, 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 but I, but had, I had to have that conscious awareness of what is this. Mm. I had to get that clarity of what this is. And then I went, okay, cool. All right, we'll just push through that. Now it feels beautiful.
0: It's called know. decluttering. And, you know, you get the same hit if you actually go into that office or that spare room in your house that you never use and you've got a desk that's covered in last year's tax and filing and the kids' pictures and all sorts of – just go in and clean it up. Turn the desk around, change the energy in the room, go to Office Works. get some gorgeous new pink and blue boxes to put things in and – put that fresh flower sprig in there and little bars on the window and light catches in the window put some rainbows in the room and you know just like light, the energy of spaces you know you can do this maybe in kitchen cupboards have, you haven't looked at them for 20 years and they've got jars and stuff at the back that you've never touched take them down to goodwill get rid of them declutter
1: your and life then watch the new opportunities come in when you release energy that is hanging around that is not required you actually create a vortex for new stuff to come it's in and there is so it is magic there are so many stories we could actually to do a whole podcast on this mm, another time, but mm. won't, won't go into it now, but you will watch magic come into your life. Mm. You know that thing of close the door another opens.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what you're doing. You're closing a door by decluttering. Yeah, you, you are. Know, whether it's your home. I'm a huge fan of that. And while huge we're fan. on decluttering, I have to say my thing on Facebook because my personal philosophy on Facebook is you should design it as a place that you go for inspiration. So that means you should only be following in your feed people who make you feel warm and fuzzy and come from a higher vibrational place. So that might – you might have 500 friends on Facebook and maybe that's important for your business and that's fine, but you only need to follow seven or maybe 15. Yes. But the rest of them, why are you looking at all that stuff? That is just grey matter. It's static. Beck's
1: been on me for a while to fix that up and I still haven't done that, but that's my homework for this week. I, I promise I'll do
0: that catch you next time, Yeah, um, I just think that's so important. If we are going to be spending time on your Twitter feeds, on your Tumblr feeds, well, on your on Facebook, Twitter, feeds. I'm good
1: on Twitter. I just haven't yeah. actually
0: because Facebook
1: seems to get updated all the time. I'm forever trying to work out how to control this. Oh, I know. So I actually just need we'll to just find
0: a bit of time to sit and name that, Mark and Zuckerberg that for That all right? But uh, yes, no, I will but, do that. But I just think that we really need to take back control of these things which t- tend to control us. So there's all of these modern technologies that creep in and creep in and creep in until they own us and we're actually slaves to them. Right. And we need to either control them back and get them back down to nothing and or switch them off. Go outside because, see, and look at the can be a staff. lovely daily check-in. If you have
1: got your newsfeed disciplined with beautiful, motivational, that's what I mean. uplifting, as you're saying, Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a great daily check-in. It's beautiful. You come in, you get some inspirational quotes and memes, and off you yeah, go for your day. Yeah, feel good. Um, Follow my daily doses. I do daily doses. I want people to look at the sky more, Jane. You're a hero of the I sky. I
1: love the sky. Well, I actually didn't realize how <laughs> unusual I am. And with how much I look at the sky until I recently had a conversation with, well, there was a group of us and we we're talking about rainbows and how I see rainbows all the time. Like I really do see them all the time. Yes. All year round. I never see rainbows. And I see double rainbows all the time and I'm forever taking the photos because they're gorgeous. They're I've gorgeous. seen like
0: one in my life, maybe
1: two in my whole life I've seen a double rainbow. I would have seen over the last, well, let's say winter. So over the last um, three or four months, I've probably double rainbows. I would have seen
0: easily 20. So tell about when, just you, look. when Zoe was little in the in the stroller. Do you remember? Oh, no, I can't remember that story. You told Which me Which one that? was that? Someone said, your little girl's always looking up, mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yes, yes, mm-hmm. always looking up, yes. And I thought, right, she is. She's always looking up at the sky. I do too, absolutely. I'm fascinated. Sometimes I think I kind of look at the stars and I've got this yearning to go back home. But she <laughs> learned it from you, didn't she? Yeah, she did, absolutely. Because you're always looking up at the always sky. Always looking at the sky. And
0: why is that an important daily ritual?
1: It actually makes me feel beautiful. it really does mm. like I find that it's I'm a part of this magnificent incredible universe that is so much more magical than I can ever imagine and it just is one of those little things that helps me to feel have have faith that all is well and all is divine and all is fabulous. Mm. I also though do love watching sunrise that's a I'm a real fan of that i'm not just like I'm not just talking about sunrise i actually will watch dawn as well Mm -hmm. although it gets harder in summer but in winter i will watch dawn so those first rays breaking it is just magical and my little ritual that i do is that i actually do go for a walk when it's pitch black i don't know i feel protected i feel safe so just make sure you're in a safe area and keep yourself safe um but i do walk just for 15 20 minutes and i have a chat to the universe and i'm looking at the sky the whole time and in fact one day, I was actually going in for something very, very challenging. It was a stretch for me. And I was having my chat, and this shooting star, uh, this was about two months ago. So it was in the middle of winter. This shooting star came straight at me, so close that I ducked. Wow. I ducked. And I, to this day, got no idea really what it was, how far away it was, but I physically thought it was coming straight at me Mm. it was amazing so i actually see some cool stuff i see loads of shooting stars Mm. um and i just believe that it is the universe communicating with me i know that sounds weird and wacky but i do sometimes i'll look at a star in the sky and it will be twinkling so brightly that i'm sitting there thinking oh it must be an airplane and i'll watch it for a while to see if it's getting closer and it's not and I've actually been, like, especially at my little shack at Normanville where it's very dark and you can see the stars beautifully, I'll actually say to a friend, check out that star. That actually don't see
0: it. Yeah. See, there's Magic. nothing more humbling for a human being where we think we're so self-important and the whole world revolves around us and we're so lost in our own head to go outside and look at the stars They're like all the grains of sand and all the beaches in the world and there's millions of them and there's infinity and we're this little rock hurtling in space and all of a sudden it just brings you right back down to the awesomeness and the humbleness of all of it. We're nearly at the end of this show. I I know, but I have to say about sunset. I have to talk about food. Okay, you go on. on. Okay, sunset is where
1: where we release the day's energy. So I always greet sunrises with what has the universe got in store for me today, set my intent, and I release with gratitude and love at the end of the day. Right,
0: food. Well, Doreen Virtue says that, you know, in the olden days when we did, like you said sleep on the ground and we did used to see every dawn and every dusk and all the different colours that come across the sky for sunsets you know there's there's everything there's greens and purples and browns and oranges yellows every sort of colour you can think violet blue and that all of those different colours would rinse through all your chakras and reset reprogram ah. and cleanse all of that last 24 hours out of you so you're ready for the next 24 hours nice. cycle. so that's why we should see we never see sunsets we're always in office blocks go and see a sunset um, food the last thing I want to say is about food because I want people to remember Remember that food is love, and that yes. means that when you are making the evening meal, even if it's a slapdash job, as you chop, do it meditatively, you know, meditatively. Medi- how do you have your diet? And as you, you know, you do your little hunting and gathering, pulling little, you know, stems or leaves off things or chopping things, organizing things, arranging things, baking things, stirring things, do it meditatively. So do it with calmness, with love, just with that, again, that daily check-in, just that moment. Take three deep breaths as you do it. Put some love into it place your hands over the food before you serve it and bless it, particularly if there's meat in there, and bless it and thank the animal and then put it out to be eaten. Beautiful. Okay. That's gorgeous. Thank you, everybody, for doing daily check I feel good about that. this. We want to hear about you doing chickens. This. If you've done some or you want to try some, let us know on the Facebook page, which is uh, Facebook.com forward slash love life show. Okay. And of course, you can hear us every Wednesday on thewellnesscouch.com. Until next Wednesday, I'm Rebecca Detman. I'm Jane Donovan. Have a gorgeous week. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening. And it's a beautiful.